Hey y'all, Trey Cherie here with Picture Me Living. I Okay, so I want to end season one with 37 episodes. I think this is number 34, right? Let me look real quick. I want a new picture. So y'all know I love transparency. I want a new picture. And now that y'all know me a little bit and y'all... The frequent listeners like my conversation. Okay, this is episode 33. My bad. Okay, so y'all gonna get four more. This being one of four. Um, I wanna... Y'all know me now. Y'all know me. Y'all know what I gotta talk about. Y'all know I'm sarcastic. Dry humor. When I've been drinking is... Um, Wet humor, but <laughs> that's funny. Oh, the drink of the hour is water because I had a really good workout today. I've been slacking on the workouts and um, I'm going to have a heavy weekend of drinking because I'm going to Miami again. And yeah, let me hydrate real quick fast. But yeah, y'all y'all have got the gist of my conversation. And I just really want to change the picture. I have a new hairstyle. I have a new hairstyle. If you're just in podcast land, go check out Instagram. You'll see my new hairstyle at T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. I lock my hair up. Um, It's been in the works for a while. I pushed the appointment back a few times. I wasn't ready and how I went about it. It was a little bit expensive, but so I wasn't financially ready at first. And then I wasn't ready for the commitment. I wanted a couple more sew-ins, but it came just in time. When I tell you God's timing, yo, the hairstyle came like right in time for a um, shift that I mentioned a few episodes back. Check it out. The perception episode. And I'm really ready for the journey. I'm not in love with the hairstyle. <laughs> it's really a in-between phase that um I'm not in love with, but I am excited for the journey, right? I'm excited because I know this look is me. And I can see what it's capable of and what it's going to be, right? If that makes any sense. So I just got to thug it out right now. I'm learning my hair because, you know, I always conceal it. I always have weaves and um, braids. That's not really a concealment of my hair, but um, just working out. It <sighs> Braids is just the most practical. And I feel like... Braids is what I look the best in, in my opinion. Like that's that's kind of my style, right? Um, but you can't keep your hair braided all the time. It's not good for you, and um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just not good for you for a long period of time, for like years. And I'm trying to keep a style in for years. I want to grow with this. I don't want to stick on this topic too long, but I want the next podcast picture to be way more sexy. Um, 
this was a good icebreaker, a good introduction, but I definitely want my new hairstyle in the picture in a more sexy personality shot, I guess. I wish we could put like videos, like just a quick little like boomerang. That would be so dope. Speaking of podcasts, um, I've been listening to a lot more because podcasts are really taking over. Like everyone either has one or has been a guest on one or is going to be a guest on one. All the celebrities are getting one. Um, It's a good way to escape, really, and to hear how people think and just laugh, talk. I actually started watching a TV show called Only Murders in the Building. And it's about a podcast. It's about a true true, true crime podcast. And it has Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. And it's super corny. Now, let me warn you, if you're going to go watch it, it's super corny, but it's a good corny. Like, it's like. I just really like the show and I really like how they started this podcast from scratch or whatever. And uh, it really opened my mind to listen to more. I didn't know it was that many true crime podcasts, first of all. Like, what the fuck? But it's a lot. So I'm going to get into one. If y'all have any recommendations of where I should start, let me know. Because I really like that TV shows. It's really lit and it's ongoing. It's on Hulu, I think. Um, but yeah, I've started listening to a lot more and I'm really excited for another season. And I want these next few episodes to just wrap up the beginning journey. Um, I still have two more guests that I want to sit down with or that I have scheduled to sit down with. So that'll be two of the next three episodes. Um, I definitely think that you guys get the point and I don't have to recap or like give any insight. I'm I'm reaching out to some strangers now, which is super duper cool. Um, feedback from the la- dating and relationships, man, between that, the sex episode, the the sex talk was was good um the feedback i should say the the, the talk and the feedback was good um dating and relationship the feedback was even better i really noticed that you guys like the guests and the transparency so that's definitely what i'm going to take still going to talk travel because that's like my first love with starting the podcast and um I want to travel to talk to more guests. Like I really, um, I might sit down with granny in Chicago, man. What y'all think? Southside Chicago. Granny going to walk in your trap, take over your trap. She going to take over the episode. Going to be like five hours. My granny has a lot of history though. We're going to, um, I'm going to have to just interview her and make sure she knows it's a time limit. (laughs) For the first episode, Granny, because she definitely she has enough material for her own series of podcasts. Um, y'all want to do that next season? 
I want next season to be um, long as fuck too. Season one is just an introduction of what I want to talk about and you guys getting to know me. And y'all see, I have a myriad of topics and a variety of guests. I know a lot of interesting people. We all do though, right? Like look around you at all the crazy motherfuckers around you that you know and the stories that they have to tell. Like, (laughs) yo, like. I know some interesting people that have a lot to talk about. I haven't even like scraped the surface of the crazy people that I know that I could sit down. I've actually talked to the more sane people that I know um, on the more sane side of the scale. So, (laughs) um, if that lets you, if that gives you any indication, if you've laughed at any of the things that my guests have talked about, um, it gets way more interesting to say the least. So feedback, dating and relationships. Um, one person said that to hear the woman's perspective of dating right now. And that that is definitely what Carolyn offered. Like, it's definitely a woman's side. We know the man's side. Um, and it's probably difficult out here for both sides. Um, I think even in just platonic relationships, um, regardless of male, female, 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 male, male, it's very hard to communicate in 2022 anyway. So that's really what's lacking right now is effective and direct communication. We want something right now. Everyone's stressed out. Everyone has a lot of bills to pay. And the totality of the feedback that I've gotten, and I'm going to sum it up with this one statement. Because dating really revolves around women. I, I get it. A lot of men don't like to admit that. But y'all want what women have. Women have the babies. I mean, that's just kind of like straight to the point. Um, A woman can work. So let me just give you an example of like what's going on in my life right now. This is just my life. It's my podcast. And I'm going to talk about it. So um, I go to work. I get off work, got to take my son to basketball practice, take him to get his hair cut. You see how I look. I go to the gym. I pay a personal trainer. Um, <clears throat> nails, $100. Uh, easy, minimum, $100. Hair. Th- these are all the things that are enticing men to women, right? How you look how you smell, how you keep up with yourself. Most importantly, how you handle your home. Um, All of that. That's what attracts a woman to a man. But then as soon as the woman says, y'all seen that Justin LaBoy meme, right? Um, I asked a woman to take the day off and I paid for her day and she sent me a cash out request for $2,500. I told her to just go to work. Hey, man, that's effective communication right there. Like, 
that's as effective as it gets. Like, this is how much my day is going to cost. So a lot of men took that the wrong way. But when when you just hear all the stuff that I just named, like what exactly did the men or what exactly do men do to prepare for a date? So maybe I have to sit down with the man for a dating and relationship episode because all that shit that I just named, mind you, you asking me to take a day off of work. I don't want to go to work. Okay. I don't know who does. So if I don't want to go to work and my kid is at home, you're also taking time away from that. I could be spending with my son, which is priceless. You can't even put a price. I'm actually being nice by saying it's $2,500. So, you know, not to mention, I took the day off work. Like, have you tried taking a day off work? Like, don't they judge you when you come back to work? Don't they look at you sideways? Like, my reputation is on the line. All of that. So, yeah, you finna send me some actual cash money. Like, so I, I think that, you know, that's what really sums up the conversation that I had twice with Carolyn on the podcast is, you know, we're not being respected for our time. And the only way to compensate for our time, the easiest way is money. Um, you could do other things. I know there are some guys that have great conversation. Um, they have great date ideas and that's cool. Um, those guys are typically attracted to women that are busy and got their shit together. So it's, it's a dog chasing his tail, man. And that brief statement I just gave just sums all that up. Let me sit down with a guy and talk about dating and relationship. <laughs> that's going to be really fun because that's really the feedback that I got. Um <clears throat> So something just popped up in my mind out of nowhere. I did want to talk about some hot topics too, like that Claremont twin. I can't think of the first name. I think it's Sinead. I hope I'm not butchering her name. I'm so sorry if I am. Um, my name is Trey Sharia. gets butchered all the time. I apologize. But she gave, you know, Steve Harvey some flowers right like y'all seen that she really like spoke on her crush which is Steve Harvey and she got just obliterated like he's married and it's like man first of all you know how many married men are in our DMs like I mean I guess that's secret and I guess it's supposed supposedly okay like because it's a secret conversation and what she did I mean, it's a crush and I feel like it's a crush. Like she ain't acting on it. Um, I thought it was just funny. I do think that he, he putting that shit on like, and if somebody actually liked him from day one, like she's going to speak on it. That don't mean that she won't take that girl, man. Cause, uh, Miss Marge, you putting that shit on too now. So they are a very handsome couple. I don't know what made me think of that in the conversation <laughs> that I just had, but I just really didn't like how the internet, the double standard, man, is crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, 
communication. And I wish married men would just stop communicating with women on the internet in a DM, but hey man, I ain't in charge of that. Women's rights right now, man, that's a hot topic. Um, Someone did ask in my DM, like, what's my stance on that? And I really don't like to talk politics. <clears throat> and I don't understand why ovaries are political. So that is probably why I'm talking about it. Any other politics, I probably won't want to really indulge in. <clears throat> Although I do need to stop sign on my street. I need to um write my council member about that. I need to put that on my to-do list. You do know that stuff like that. I know I just said I want to talk politics, but stuff like that, like street signs, you could just find your council member. They'll get that taken care of. A lot of people don't know that. But anyway, um, yeah, ovary should not be political. And if it's just a choice, you know, it, it I get it. It's a choice to lay down and have unprotected sex. Sometimes shit happens even when it's protected and I don't want my job to be affected. I, I can have a million fucking reasons of why I choose to go to the doctor and or take a, a plan B pill and it shouldn't be anybody's business. So that's my stance on that. Like it should just be my decision. Um, Even if I was married, it should just be my decision. I did know of a young lady um, that husband gave her an ultimatum to have an abortion or he would leave and she was at the clinic. I still feel like that was her choice. She was like, shit, I ain't finna be no single mom with these other kids. That was a fucked up ultimatum to give. But, you know, life happens. People change. Even in marriages, people change and shit happens. And she made a choice and it was her choice and she was able to make that choice. I just don't feel like that option should be taken away. Like whatever the story is, and there are some way sadder, way more traumatic stories than that <clears throat> of women out there that have a choice to make and they should be able to make that choice. It's already a fucking difficult choice to make. So I just, that shit just came out of nowhere for me. I was shocked when I saw it. Um, I couldn't even make an Instagram post about it because it was so many posts that I was just taken aback. Like, man, this is like, call me dramatic, but am I going to be able to vote in a year? Am I going to be picking cotton in two years? Like, are y'all finna take all this shit back? Hold on now. Hold on now. Do I need to go get a picket sign now? Because what in the entire fuck? Like, like, whoa, like I'm thinking of my son's future now. Like this, you know, I'm, you know, I birthed a, a big kid. Like, is he going to be out in the field? Like, no, nah, do I need to get a picket sign now? Cause y'all taking shit back that don't need to be taken back. Like we made history and we changed shit because it needed to be changed. Cause it was fucked up. So I did not get to voice my opinion in my Instagram story because it came out of nowhere and it shocked me and it shocked everybody. And it was just, you know, we, it's, it's a 
we're living in time right now. We got to deal with shit and go to work like nothing happened. So talking about it now, though, and that's my opinion on it. <clears throat> anyway, to a lighter topic. That's crazy that our hot topics are so heavy. What the fuck, man? Anyway. What should I talk about next? Oh, okay. So here's a lighter one. A lot of people ask me what my drunk texts were from my previous episode. I ain't even tell y'all that. The fuck? I ain't even tell y'all that. I told y'all that they are mean or um, they're just, you know, and they're to private people. So I, I do drunk FaceTime a couple friends and I get drunk FaceTime from those people. And I feel so loved in the moment. Like, man, um, I even called one friend a few weeks ago at three in the morning. Like, Why? I had to ask myself that the next day. <laughs> what the fuck did you want from her? I don't I don't I didn't even remember the next day. Like I was just happy. So that's why I feel like, you know, if you get any type of drunk interaction from me, like I really give a fuck about you because I'm thinking about you when I'm at the most emotional moment in my life, which is right now when I'm drunk. So, and you know what they say, drunk people tell the truth, babies tell the truth, and angry people tell the truth. So, I think that's why I like to talk to people when I'm in that state, because nine times out of ten, they probably, because, you know, I'm a party drinker, so I'm drinking at a party, and I hang out with other partiers, they're probably at a party, and so we're just, I love you so much, Oh my God, I can't. I mean, we'd be giving wedding vows to each other. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I really don't know why I called that girl at three in the morning. I'm so sorry, friend. I'm so sorry. Just put me on do not disturb. Just, I, I, I'm not going to tell y'all what I be drunk texting though. <clears throat> um, just know it gets very interesting. Maybe this weekend I will, uh, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm just sitting here thinking of some drunk dicks. Like even the conversations with my friend, like, yeah, nah, no, no, it's just a big no. I want to take more advice, calls and DMs. That is a podcast that um, I recently stumbled upon where was advice and it was just so fucking funny and about 80% of their advice, I was thinking the same shit. So I was like, yo, I would do great at this shit. So send me some questions like what you need help with in your life. It's going to be anonymous unless you tell me like you can you can shout me out, but Unless you say that, it'll be anonymous. And um, I want to do way more advice. Like, I wish I had something to give right now. I'm in such a great mood. And some of y'all make the dumbest decisions. Like, I just can't wait to hear <laughs> what y'all need advice on. It's me. I make dumb decisions. Hmm, what else? 
Somebody asked, what's my next big trip? Have you seen the flight prices? My next big trip is to the gas station. I have premium gas in my Range Rover. If you would like to donate, look at the link in my bio on Instagram. I have a donate button. So let's go ahead and talk about um, an item on the website. Go ahead and plug my business. The t-shirts, logo t-shirts are still there. And uh, tri-blend t-shirts still there. Ladies, get you one. Men, get you a couple hoodies now. But I want to talk about the duffel bag. Um, the easy access duffel bag. I do have two duffel bags, right? One of them is a wardrobe bag. And the other is the easy access duffel bag. It has a shoe compartment, separate shoe compartment. I've taken it on the last three trips. I took it to Mexico, checked it and everything. Like it's went through because, you know, they be throwing them bags around like goddamn. I mean, they don't give a fuck about your bags. They just throwing them shits a fucking round. So the fact that it's been on three trips and it's still adorable and it's going with me tomorrow. Took it to Mexico. I took it to, um, I didn't take it to Jamaica. I took it to, um, Colombia. Um, did not check it. Like I said, I flew the spirit of Colombia. Um, carry on. And that episode is, I think, four episodes back. The Black Door Explorer. Check that one out. The Black Door Explorer. So I get into detail about how I booked my flight and all of that to Medellin. But this duffel went with me to Miami again. Checked it then. Still in perfect shape. It is the most durable duffel check it out get you one it's in three different colors gray black and blue so yeah next big trip i think i'm just gonna go ahead and plan a birthday trip not sure where i'm going to go with it um not in a mental space for an open trip so it's probably going to be um it's definitely going to be a big trip um I kind of want to wake up on Christmas on the beach. So that could be the group trip somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. Someone asked, what are my fave restaurants right now in Atlanta? That is right. I got so excited when I got that question that I literally began taking notes for my next episode. So, get fruity ATL. Um, that's my favorite Uber Eats right now because the wraps are just immaculate. They have um <clears throat> this uh lamb chop or sliced lamb wrap. It has like banana peppers and sweet onion sauce. Um kind of spicy though i did order that one when i had covid last year and i couldn't breathe for like two days 
You're not supposed to eat anything spicy. I don't know why the fuck I did it. Um, they have a um chicken Caesar wrap that's busting, but the lamb one is gonna be one of the best, and then they have a salmon one that's like the best jerk, like a jerk shrimp, a jerk salmon one, a jerk chicken wrap. Um, they have a juice that's called the Incredible has ginger in it i always go for juices with ginger this is just a health tip and a clear skin tip first of all if you really want clear skin mind your business okay um unless you're a teenager i mean my son has terrible you know he's probably mad i said that act like i ain't say that um <laughs> but if you're an adult with acne just try minding your business and I ain't trying to throw no shots at nobody. I just, I literally, it just came to me how that could come off as offensive to a particular person. But maybe if she tried mine in her business, her acne would clear up also. But um, but anything with ginger is going to help with um inflammation and uh, help with clearing up your skin. It's going to help with uh. Ginger and uh, turmeric is going to help with like um, indigestion, which obviously 37 hasn't been that nice to me. So I always go for any type of juice that's green and has ginger. That's just my rule of thumb. Flat stomach. Just take notes. I'm here to help y'all out. That's a free tip for you. So I think theirs is called the incredible. It's really good. And they actually have um, patties. They have uh, beef patties. They're pretty good, actually. Pretty good. Even though the owner, I don't believe, is Jamaican. I don't. I, I met him at um, my hairstylist salon. He um, sells his products there. But um, I don't think he's Jamaican. But the patties are actually pretty good. He has a jerk chicken one a beef one and a curry chicken one so i'll give y'all one more clear skin tip for the episode um try not to eat a lot of fried food no it's easier said than done but like when i order from there and i tell my son this all the time too like you can't eat pizza and then follow it up with you know chicken nuggets like yeah you probably gonna get an extra pimple in a day or two but um if you're just mindful so when i order from this place i always see the patties and i'm like bitch you just got a wrap and a juice put the patty get that patty out your cart but i'm just letting y'all know it's pretty good busy b atlanta um, my favorite soul, soul food spot. I think I've mentioned that before and I would love for them to sponsor the podcast. And um, Tavern and Buckhead Shops, Buckhead Village. Um, That's my new like little hideaway. They validate parking in the garage. Um, they have $3 mimosas on the weekends. Um, 
They have a really cute purple drink. So I'm going to do a restaurant review on them in a couple weeks. If you follow the Instagram at picture underscore me underscore living. I have other restaurant reviews, but these are just my favorites right now. Um, Busy Bee is probably, they're not going to lose their spot for my favorite soul food. Um, there is a spot over here on the west side. Um, what is the name of this spot? Soul Box. S-O-U-L Box. B-O-X. Um, it's only on delivery or you could pick it up. It's in that big ass. Um, so if you live in Atlanta, we have like these couple places where it's like a million restaurants like i mean service is terrible absolutely terrible but the restaurants are fucking amazing right so soul box is good um burrito taco bussing bussing you're not gonna get a better burrito taco in this city um you're not even gonna get a better one in california actually um the burrito bussing the quesadillo bussing all that shit bussing when they deliver it the sauce is still bussing. It's hot as fuck. Just wait a second. Blow it off. Do not get a third degree burn listening to me. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the service is bad because it's so many restaurants. So I would order it for delivery, like Uber Eats. But if you go pick it up, just know you're going to be waiting for like an hour. Um, it's just a really deep, like haul, just filled with restaurants and it's every restaurant that you could think of in this one spot so it's one on the west side and it's one in midtown and uh i'm gonna get back to y'all with the names of them i just know uber eats at my house is bussing so i could just get any pretty much anything i want to eat because of this spot with a million restaurants and i'm not kidding it's a lot of restaurants like 300 like, I'm not exaggerating. It's a lot of restaurants in this one building. And the food is immaculate. So, Soul Box is my number two behind Busy Bee. And then uh, out of that place, Berea Taco. Actually, the one over here is, I think it's like Oak Street Plaza or some shit. Like, the place ain't even named. But we just all know. That is a million restaurants in this building and they have menus and it's some little teenager up there with an attitude that will go get your order. Yeah. Um, somebody that's an avid listener said, man, your hot girl summer predictions were accurate. I told y'all them flight prices was going to be expensive as fucking y'all should have bought them. Y'all should have bought them flights when I told y'all. That's all I'm saying about that. I think I'm psychic. Yeah, I'm psychic. So my favorite memes this week that I saved. So y'all remember in the Jamaican in the Jamaica episode, I talked about how we're so hard on each other with language. You know, there, there, and there. Um. You, your, your, um, which, you know, it can be typos and you could tell when it's not a typo. You could tell when the people just stupid, but when people take it a step further, like there's no L in salmon. Like, why'd you say the L? Um, 
conversate anal word. Like, we're just really hard on each other. Finna, um, I, t- I talked about that in the Jamaica episode. Like, they have their own language down there because they went hard on each other. They, they said fuck whoops in his dictionary. We could have our own language in America with our different dialects. You know, obviously Georgia, Atlanta, we got our own. He ain't say all that. She ain't over there. Where you finna go? I ain't even on. I ain't even on all that. Like we got our own language in Atlanta, not even Georgia, Atlanta. We have our own language. Um, Miami got their own language. New York had a son, Shorty. Like you know, everybody could have their own dialect in America, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I seen this meme that made me think about. I'm going to preach that across this episode, across this uh, podcast. But uh, this video said, why the fuck does pneumonia have a P in it? Just take the P out. And the P, and then he said the P in Psalms. (laughs) He all passed out. (laughs) It's just Psalms. But why is the P there? Why is it there? Because Webster told you to put it there. So, hopefully we're starting to question that and we can freely say thinner. I mean, obviously for a job interview, you know, depending on the job that you are interviewing for, use common sense. You know, don't walk up in a cussing and shit. But we should be able to use words that we're comfortable with. We should be able to talk in our comfort zone. And turn on and off our dialect when necessary yeah i've been said that i've been said that um i've gotten judged my whole career for how i talk people from the deep south say i talk proper when i was in utah i mean there there was just no way that i would ever talk the way that and i'm using air quotations that i needed to um which is why I slowed my diction down and I really slowed down how I talk because how I talk was not well received and understandable. Like I said, when you go to a job, hey man, that's not their dialect there. So I slowed down or whatever, but when I'm around us, shout it. What are you finna go on? Goddamn. What are you finna go with that? Goddamn. Goddamn. Let me, let me get a CP. Goddamn. Hot limp up. Like I should be able to talk like that. Like why? Why I can't talk like that around my people, man? Anyway, I digress. That's just always been my pet peeve. I've seen so many, and I'm not talking about the you know grammatical errors. I'm talking about in person conversation where you say irregardless. That's not in the dictionary. Trey Cherie not in the dictionary neither. I don't want to be in the dictionary. Irregardless, I'm gonna talk how the fuck I want to talk. <laughs> that is a stupid word though, but it's it's like a double negative. We should come up with a committee of our dialect, actually. Like we should come up with committees because we're a little bit late. We're way behind the island. So we probably need a committee and just come up with what words are acceptable. Come up with our own actual urban dictionary that you know we're in charge of. 
uh, a meme that I shared. Ain't no trophies for being a real one. Just scars, man. Ain't no trophy for being a real one. Just scars. I'm actually to the point where somebody calls you a real one. You might not want to be friends with them anymore. They finna take full advantage of that. I've never in my 37 years wanted to say that or had a desire to say that to someone. Like, what exactly does that mean? Now I'm interpreting that different after this last situation that I that I had survived. It was traumatic. So what exactly does that mean? Because as a real one, you're basically telling me that you ain't. And that that's why you're attracted to me as a friend, as a person, as a woman, as a human being, because I'm something that you're not. I've never had a desire to say that to somebody. I've had a desire to say, hey, you're a great friend. Hey, man, I'm proud of you. Like I like there was one time this memory just came out of nowhere, maybe because I just talked to this friend before this conversation, but. We was in Vegas. She was there on like a layover and I saw her getting dressed to go to work. And I was like, yo, I'm really proud of you. I don't know why my mind told me to say that, but I'm really proud of you. Like, you know, and I don't know if this person remembers that or whatever. But in that moment, I was just really proud because like I seen you come from, you know, struggling and college courses and, you know, Not having enough money for scraping together rent money. And, you know, now you you got down, got damn it. So I've had a desire to say that, but to say, yo, you a real one. Like when I changed my perspective and I said, man, what if I said that in that, in that scenario? Like my thought process is, yeah, because I ain't getting up going to work. So you a real one. And... I'm going to need you to pay for a couple of tabs anyway. I might need you to bail me out of jail. Like I, that, I interpret that totally different now, man. That's literally what that means. So if somebody say that to you, run, run. That mean that you, you, you're something that they're not. Let's argue. If you don't, if you don't agree with that, you're probably the one that's saying that. Oh, I saved this one. This one is really good. It's therapeutic. Stop saying I'm not mad. Practice saying I'm upset, but I'm not ready to talk about it yet. I don't have the words to describe how I feel. I am mad. I'm mad and I need time to process and cool down. Give me some space. I love you and I don't like what you did. I'm not ready to talk. Stop pushing me to say more. I'm hurt. I say that because I've said that a lot. I'm not mad. I'm not mad because I'm so considerate of the other other person's feelings, even though they just completely hurt me. But I'm considerate of how my reaction, because I can. Hey, man, I told you about my drunk text. Now, I can cut deeply with my words, and I know that. So that's why I'm programmed to say I'm not mad, but no, I'm mad. And I think it's me because what I want to say is, bitch, I'm motherfucking mad. So I have to say, no, don't say that, Trey. Say I'm not mad. 
So when I saw this meme, it was like, whoa, um, this meme was for me because neither one of those was right. Another meme I saw, um, you have to acknowledge your toxic traits also. It's not always the other person. And y'all, y'all heard I just did it. I literally just did it. Um, it's not always the other person. It could be both of y'all. It could be you. It could be the other person. Communicate. If it's always somebody else and you're always under attack, then it's you. Sorry to break that to you. This one, I really like this meme. Before therapy, I hate people. After therapy, I feel good about hating people. I really like that one. Oh, and then another one like that that says, I'm in therapy for the people in my life that refuse to go to therapy. Man, boy. Boy, life come at you fast, man. Let's see. Oh, I got one that says what self-gas... What self-gaslighting looks like. That's a whole one. I can't get into that now. That's a whole episode. That's all the means I think I'm going to share. I really like... Okay, let's talk about this one. Just do right by people. Don't worry about if that energy is returned. That ain't on you. I really like that one. Just do right by people. Don't worry about if that energy is returned. I really, we're going to close out the meme shared with that one. I like this because, you know, you go through shit. Memes just pop up. That relate to what you're going through. And it's like, Google. Apple, how enough? But Instagram, how y'all know that? How y'all know that? Like, I literally just said in my mind how I wanted two pee from Popeyes, and now it's a meme about how Popeyes bitches be choking. Like, bro, I mean, it's it's even beyond the ads. Like, you know what I'm talking about. If you have an argument with your homegirl, now you log on Instagram and Justin LaBoy and posted a meme about arguing with your homegirl. Like, bruh. So it does take discipline to not share those things. We can go back to the um, Mercedes episode where we talked about that. Um, And I started being more cognizant about the... Or saving memes. Yeah. Once I had the conversation with Mercedes, I was like, yeah, I'm going to save the memes and I'm going to talk about them here because um, sharing them in the story. First of all, what if the person, this is why I don't sleep this. What if the person I shared it for don't even see it? Now I did that shit for nothing. So... That's the main reason why I don't do that. Um, yeah, I just think that that's not smart. And so when you save them, you go back and look at them when you calm down and you're like, yeah, that would have been me. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. Let me unsave that. That was rude. 
you know, you go look at it in a different mindset and in a clearer mind, you know, and I get a lot of therapeutic memes and I'm like, I really want to share this, but I want to share it on a more broad spectrum and in a platform that's going to stay there for a while. So that's why we talking about these memes. Send me memes, yo. Send me all the funny memes to get me through my day. Y'all already know I got some friends that that's literally the only way I know they alive because I done shared them something from the shade room and they done replied back with three crying laughing emojis. And I'm like, yep, that's my dog. So <laughs> they actually told me another friend had hit, hit them up and was like, we not finna just communicate through memes. You finna call me. I was like, yeah. That's me. I'm sorry. I could do better. But did you see that meme that I just shared to you the other day? Um, yeah, four more episodes. I done ran out of shit to talk about for this one. Four more episodes. Three went after this one. Leave a review below. Thank you for DMing me with feedback, though. I I really need that, too. I appreciate it. That lets me know that y'all listening. Um, The people that one person even shared the podcast with a line from the podcast. And I was like, yo, y'all motherfuckers is really listening. Like, man, this is awesome. And it makes me want to be better. It makes me want to get better each time. Like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see y'all next week.